Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to another episode of Basement Banter. This week, we have Madden. You. As uh, Matt Blood, as we do every year before the NFL season starts. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just ready to get back into it. It's, you know, I've, I've been deprived for... I mean, how long has it been at this point? Like we're back, baby. Well, yeah, we're it back. doesn't matter how long since what February of last year. I mean, we got our we got our taste a couple weeks ago when you have like some of those random schools playing each other. This past week, we had a nice uh, nice college football Saturday. A lot of really good games. Yeah. And now tonight, as we sit here recording this, we're gonna be having the Cowboys. Uh, Buccaneers. Buccaneers going on and I believe it was a plus and minus eight for, uh, yeah now for it's them. all the way up to nine as we record this so it's getting nine. out of hand <laughs> ah, okay so I mean we're gonna get into it because I have my uh, my thoughts on the Cowboys this year um, and then the Buccaneers obviously we'll talk about as well um, for this game I mean it doesn't even matter what I throw out because you're never gonna even need it because yeah, it's it going to be delayed. Have, we'll just assume useless. the Buccaneers won. We're, we're going to talk about, oh, man, rough loss for the Cowboys. They look <laughs> completely unprepared and all over the place. We'll put it out there now. All right, so future, uh, just say, Ryan, you were right. Um, so what I really what I wanted to focus on today, I kind of wanted to just go through each uh, division. A rundown and a little rundown of each one, what to expect. Uh, Talk about maybe some of the signings or who people have lost this uh, this past off season and some of the their draft choices and what how we think that they're going to affect the teams. Um, So we'll start with the NFC. The AFC is a little more exciting. So I'm going to leave you guys on the hook to hold on and uh, have to listen through the NFC first and then we'll (laughs) we'll get into the the AFC. Uh, So we'll start out with the NFC North. So the NFC North has been basically the talk of the whole entire uh, summer for the NFL because, you know, like free agency in the NFL doesn't have as much um, pizzazz as as an an NBA offseason. Um, because you know, I, I don't, I don't know why. Maybe because the money isn't as big in the NFL as it is in other sports. But there's like maybe one or two people in an off season that people are real excited about in the NFL. Um, but I mean, this year it was all about Aaron Rodgers the whole summer. Um, you know, there was some pretty big names that moved around this season, but Aaron Rodgers was all of it. Uh you know, all of the media and everything like that. And, you know, I don't know if it's going to be his last season on the Packers. We'll see. I think that it will have worked itself out by the end. I don't think he's there's really anywhere else I could see him going next year. But, I mean, there's plenty of football to be played by then. Um, but, I mean, I have them sitting atop their conference again this year. There's no one really... Division, right? you mean? Yeah. Division-wise. Yeah, yeah. Division um, who could really compete with them you know um there wasn't too many crazy additions in this division in total uh i mean uh the biggest was maybe patch the defense for the vikings um or probably justin fields but he's not even going to start day one so yeah yeah. well the the draft i meant like free agency oh free agency yeah um, yeah. but justin fields is the one that i so i'll go through it when i talk about who where i had everyone finishing gotcha um i'd say like maybe the the vikings trying to load up their defense a little bit more i think that their their defense wasn't as much of the concern um it was just kind of little things here and there the vikings last year they didn't really execute well um and you know they had a, a bunch of close games that they had blown um so packers i think are just uh, like you know they're one and then there's like 10 rungs and then there's everyone else on the bottom in that division um i think the vikings would be the second best not because of talent but i think they're better coached they seem like they have a little bit more on like know what they're doing um and then third i have bears bears as you just mentioned they have justin fields but for some reason Matt Nagy's all in on the was it the the, <laughs> the red, red rocket the red rocket or red rifle? First of all, oh yeah, have, red rifle. <laughs> I was gonna say when you have a a quarterback uh, named after uh, whatever red rocket, then uh, that's problematic. I think he's the red rifle, and he I mean he doesn't really impress me, but 
Yeah, I mean, I watched him a lot last year, unfortunately, with the Cowboys, and uh, he is what he is. He's nothing special. He's certainly nothing to get excited about. Um, I think they're just, I, I don't know, they're, I think they're just stalling um, for Fields, and then they hopefully bring him in at the end of the season, do well with him, and keep their jobs, because there's no reason to start Andy Dolan if you're, if you're actually trying to be a playoff contender. Well, the problem with that as well is that the the Bears didn't they trade away their first round pick this year for so they could have traded up to get Justin Fields? No, they did get. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So like yeah. next year, it isn't even like you could say they're going to have Andy Dalton in for the first half of the year so they could tank a little bit so they could get a better draft pick because their draft pick doesn't matter. So it is a kind of. I, I mean. And also, I don't think that Matt Nagy has the luxury of being like, yeah, we're going to sit back and suck for the first half of the season, get Justin Fields in, and then we'll pick I up. I think and he to- does, though. I mean, he, he might not. <laughs> he might not. But um, I think he has a little more leeway than we all think because, I, I mean, the GM's tied to all of this, too. So what is he going to fire? I, I think Matt Nagy's going to be the first one to be fired. But once he gets fired the GM's next. So I don't think he's going to pull that string unless he's absolutely forced to. And I mean, the bears, I don't know. <laughs> they, they, they don't have really anyone that's I, been, the defense uh, is good, but the defense could only get you so far. Yeah. But you know, you have to, if your defense is out there on the field the whole time, you're not going to have any, it doesn't matter if they're the best defense in the league, you know, if you're a bunch of professionals on the other side of the ball, you should be able to at least score a couple of times. Whereas you're the bears. I don't know if Andy Dalton, first of all, there's no one really on that side of the ball. That's like, wow. Besides, uh, what you would call it? Allen Robinson. Yeah. Um, and they've already, he's already disgruntled. So he's, I mean, he's not he happy. So, I mean, it's good that they had, and they just, didn't they just release, um, someone didn't they just release Anthony Miller? Yeah, yeah, uh, and they have Darnell Mooney's. He's decent, but he's, they drafted like a million. They have Cole Clement, the tight end, but I mean, I guess it's a big year for him if he's gonna do something. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I I just don't. I don't think Matt Nagy's good. I don't think their GM's good. I, I mean, that's pretty obvious. But it, yeah, it's, so I don't really see them going anywhere. <laughs> I think I, I think they're lucky to start out the season like four and five. I think that would be a good start, and they head into their bye week and hopefully bring in fields. But if they don't at that point, like I, I really don't know what's going on. And it doesn't really make any sense. Unless Andy Dalton's tearing it up, but I don't believe that's going to happen. You have such immense pressure on your shoulders as the coach, Matt Nagy. You got rid of Mitch Trubisky. You, you, I mean, not that Mitch Trubisky was uh, you know, breaking, uh, blowing minds there, but you get rid of him, and then you're expected, all right, you're, we're going to get someone to replace him. You get Andy Dalton, which has everyone scared, but then you bring in Justin Fields, so everyone's yeah. assuming, okay, Andy Dalton's just going to kind of be there to be the mentor of Justin Fields as if anyone really wants to be mentored by him anyway, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, except they said he's starter like day one. Yeah. I was going to say, except the fact that they turn around and go, Oh, well it's, I've been, uh, I made him a, was he made him a promise or something that he was going to, I don't know. Maybe he only starts day one, but it's Sunday night football. I don't expect them to do well against the Rams defense. So I think it's going to look bad. I mean, this team went eight and eight for, for two years in a row. Now they made the playoffs last year somehow, with that extra the, seven the, seed, the Nickelodeon, the Nickelodeon. The wild card. Come on, <laughs> that was great. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't expect much from this team. I think you're safe placing them third. But again, like they could, they could come in second too. It depends how quickly they start Fields. You could, and I think they have a legitimate shot to get that seven seed again if they play their cards right. But if they're gonna start Andy Dalton, uh, it's gonna be a tough, tough sledding for them on the, in the early going until they switch over. Yeah, and the thing is, is that there, I could, you could slide the Vikings and Bears. Uh, yeah, either mix and way. Match. But the thing is, you're never gonna be worse than the Lions. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I think Mike Zimmer is a great coach. I just, I don't know if that team's all there. I don't think Kirk's the greatest. So I think these are two very comparable teams. But yeah, the Lions trading out Stafford. I mean, it's just a straight up fire sale for that team. Well, you saw which McCall Everson uh, Griffin, I believe. Right, he was the one who came out last year and was bashing on the Vikings, and we're saying, "Oh, ask, uh, yeah, now ask, on the ask team. coach if he <laughs> wanted Kirk Cousins." Like, so I mean, that whole thing was kind of weird. And he, I know he said he was going to go and apologize, but I mean, hearing that from Kirk Cousins, it's not really something that you want to hear. The coach didn't even want you there. Um, granted, Mike Zimmer, I don't think ever was the uh, offensive mastermind 
for the Vikings. So it does. I don't know how much time he really was spending with Mike Zimmer anyway. Yeah, no. But uh, I mean, you, you just don't want to hear that. So it was kind of weird to hear, like, just to kind of sort that out uh, to begin with. But seems we'll like see. everyone th- has drama in this division. And, yeah, but, but the, I, the I think it, I think the Packers should should have another smooth year through. I think they have a tougher schedule. I don't think they're going to be as good as last year. Um, but uh, as far as the NFC North go, I would be shocked if they didn't win the division. Unless, of course, Rodgers got hurt. Then I understand. Um, yeah, th- I think that the Packers are just uh, head and shoulders above everyone else in the division. They could have their drama, but they have one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the NFL on their team. Um, they have great weapons around him. They just got Randall Cobb again. They're trying to bring some kind <laughs> of uh, – I mean, not that Randall Cobb's a yeah. good – but like, just for like team spirit and keeping Aaron Rodgers happy yeah. and show, like making an effort to keep him happy is something that you want to see. The other two teams in the middle, sandwiched in the middle – I mean, you don't really know which one is going to come on top of the other. Um, they're in, they have drama, but not as fun as the Packers drama. The Packers are going to win probably 10 plus games this year, whereas the Vikings and Bears, I would not be surprised if they were eight and eight, seven and nine. Yeah, or eight and nine. Eight and nine. Like, 17 games now. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, that's it. I just saw something today, like on uh, some barstool show. That's the guy, their like football guy, did all of his like big analytics, and he, oh, he, yeah, sc- yeah. he did the same thing that I just he like screwed up all of the all of the games. He didn't have the right number the, of games. The wrong played. number of games, so all of his data was ruined. But um, and then I guess we have to talk about. I'll, I'll very briefly talk about the lines. I got Jamal Williams, who was the backup running back for the Packers last year. Yeah. Um, they got Jared Goff. I, Jared Goff probably is not in a good head state right now. <laughs> Going no. from Los Angeles to Sunshine, being on one of the best teams in the NFL, and getting sent to basically the NFL hell. And Dan Campbell, yeah. or is that that's the name of their coach? Yeah, yeah. kneecap biter Dan Campbell. Uh, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think they're going to be that good. <laughs> their, their whole like from ownership down, that everyone wants them to sell the team. Uh, they're not really happy with it. Dan Campbell doesn't, I mean, he seems like a good, uh, you know, uh, emotional leader, but I, I mean, I don't know how he's going to be actually coaching. Cause I think he, if I'm not mistaken, had been an interim coach before and didn't do all that great. Um, but I mean, granted when, if you have to step in as an interim coach, it isn't like you have the best team to begin with. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't, I, I I think they're soundly there. They have a nice yeah, and they brought in Anthony Lynn. Like place. I've I've seen enough. <laughs> right. Um, all right. So then the next one we're going to talk about is the NFC Beast. NFC Beast. Let's it, go. So in, for in my opinion, the NFC East one and one through four are completely interchangeable. Um, for me personally, I have um, I have the the Washington Football Team as the number one team in that division. Uh, Ron Rivera, I love as a coach. Uh, they have one of the best defensive lines in the NFL, if not the best defensive line in the NFL. Um, they did a great job last year. They actually gave the Buccaneers a run for their money. Uh, in, I, I think Taylor, it was the with, divisional with round, Heineke, or yeah. wild card round yeah. last year. Um, they added uh, Curtis Samuel from the Panthers. Um, Fitz they Magic. Have Fitz Magic. Uh, so we'll see. Fitzmagic, I'll tell you what, he comes into teams and he always gives them a spark, no matter where he was. I remember him on the Bills. Uh, he was pretty good on the Bills. I think he was decent on the Jets if uh, when he yeah. was there. I mean, he slings it, man. He, the Buccaneers, he, sling- he was good on, too. He slings it. He always has his big games. I don't know if he's really a full-time starter, but I do think he's better than what Washington had last year and probably better what better than anything they could have this year. I mean, Heineke might be okay, but I think Fitzmagic is a good call to give him a go to start this season. Um, I definitely disagree with you a bit on them, all four teams being interchangeable. I really think it's going to be Washington and uh, the Cowboys duking it out for the division title. Now, the Cowboys' defense is absolutely terrible, so they're going to have to make some major improvements under Dan Quinn, which I don't think is going to happen. Um but again, I mean, for the last like ten years, I haven't seen a team a team win the NFC Beast twice in a row. So I can't just go out and and just give give it to the football team. Um, they do have an easy schedule though. Um, 
they're, I mean, I, they're, they, I think Antonio Gibson's prime for a big year if he could stay healthy. Uh, that I, I just don't see. I, and again, I think the Cowboys' offense is going to be great if Dak's healthy. I think they're going to be awesome. They can win some football games and go anywhere from like eight to ten wins. Um, I think Washington can get anywhere from from probably nine to eleven wins. Uh, the Giants and Eagles, though, I think they're going to be bad football teams, man. I, I mean, I watched Jason Garrett for ten years, so I <laughs> I know, and you could probably predict what he's going to do on offense. He's that bad, um, so. I, I can't see them getting more than six wins. I don't think they're going to be a very good football team. I don't know, maybe seven, but I don't think they're going to be fighting for the division or wild card spot. Um, same goes for the Eagles. I think I think the Eagles are in a different state, though. The Giants are they're ready to win. Uh, it's just that Gettleman just drafts the wrong guys over and over again. Uh, the defense is built for right now. They're they're ready to go. They made some nice moves. Some of them paid off, like Bradbury. Um, they got Logan Ryan. Adoree Jackson. Adoree Jackson. They're giving these guys big money, so they're ready to win now. But I just think Dimes is going to hold them back. Gettleman keeps be, keeps rebuilding the O-line, and they have not played well. Uh, in the preseason, they didn't look good. Thomas hasn't looked good. Now, it's only preseason, so we'll see. Uh, they get a great test week one against that Denver front, but I don't trust them, and I don't trust Jason Garrett. Even if Dimes was good, I don't think Jason Garrett will bring it out of him. So... My thing is is that I think that the Cowboys, the only reason why they'll finish higher than the Giants in the division is because of their talent alone. I think Mike McCarthy has tried to have the same coaching method for the, since he's been in yeah, the NFL. he's not good. And for a time, he did have a great strategy when the NFL was however many, uh, I want to call it, versions ago. And now, you have Aaron Rodgers. Now, say we're on version like 10 this year. That was like version 3 when he won with the the Packers and now the game has evolved so much. Uh, I mean, you could just see it with like just the, the different uh, schemes. Um, you know, that was before RPO and everything. Um, I think the Cowboys should run a little bit more of that this year um, than they did last year. But I think the Giants, like, it's, like you said, I agree with you. Uh, and that's why I had them in third, because I think that the Giants have a defense that was probably could have been like a top 10 defense last year if they weren't on the field so much. Yeah, they have a lot of really good pieces. Uh, Blake Martinez, I think, was a great ad last year. Um, I think that they have they got a lot more this year. So their defense is set. They got Kenny Galladay this year. Uh, they still have Sterling Shepard. They have they got Kyle Rudolph from the Vikings. So he's a good uh red zone threat they evan ingram has the potential to be a great one of the top 10 he's already tight ends. <laughs> and he's like just the turnovers and butter hands yeah and injuries he's just a mess it's it's a mess but he has the physical talent to be up there um and then they have saquon barkley back i don't know how quick he's gonna be to getting 100 percent of the reps or whatever, full reps as he would if he was fully healthy. And they got Galladay. And they got uh, Galladay. So really, it just all boils down to, can Daniel Jones get them the ball? I mean, granted, their offensive line, they're, they're young. Um, I like who they had drafted last year. I think they have some Thomas. good pieces. Yeah, Andrew Thomas. I, yeah. I think they have some good pieces. Um, no, then they also got the guard from Oregon, I believe. They got okay. someone, but there's they had a bunch of good young offensive linemen. Uh, I think Andrew Thomas had a bad start last year because of who he was squaring up against. I think he had like Khalil Mack and Aaron. Well, it doesn't get any easier. I mean, to start out the season, he's got Denver's defense and then Washington. So right. he's going to have to prove himself real at fast. At least now he's <laughs> had a year under yeah, his yeah. belt, so like he's adjusted to it a little bit. Um, but it's just if. Danny Dimes could get him the ball, make the smart throws. I was at a preseason game this year when they were against the Patriots. He made a lot of really stupid decisions. Yeah. And I don't know why Giants fans always insist that he's going to pan out. Um, this is a make or break that, year, man. I think that Justin Fields, I would have honestly took Justin Fields. I, I guess David Gettleman, I mean, he's an idiot anyway. So <laughs> I, I'll just come out. He's a, he's yeah, a he's fool. So guy. it isn't like I'm trying to get into his head because there's no, there's nothing. He thinks, well, I think what the problem is, and this is going to ultimately lead to him getting fired anyway, because I think if the Giants have another bad season, um, the ownership group is going to just blow it up. And I think that the owners are part of the issue too, because they're such a, 
um, I don't know what the word is. A very uh, controlling. Controlling. They definitely want they their hands controlling, in. Controlling, conservative, very safe ownership. They don't want to try and evolve. Like I just look at like the Ravens. They evolved rapidly. They went from yeah. Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson, and now they're one of the highest scoring offenses in the NFL in NFL history uh, from season to season. Um, you know, like the Chiefs, they have. There's just a lot of, and even like the Rams and everything. They, everyone just sees that there's a change, and they make the change. And the Giants are a team that's basically, like I said before, um, how the NFL say on version ten, they're still at version three, trying to be the Eli Manning offense that they had back then. And that's just not what you could. Do. The the talent that's coming out of college is too good to be trying to run that same square offense because yeah. no one in college runs you know, like a, a power eye anymore, whatever they're running. Yeah. Everyone's running spread. And if you and don't, you're not, you're not going to get any in-game adjustments from Jason Garrett either. I think he had one of the worst records as a coach um, when trailing at half, like we rarely came back. It was ridiculous. And it's, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Um, and then also, I mean, I put the Eagles in last place, but they do. I mean, Jalen Hurts played pretty well last year. I think that was got to see if he pans out. I think yeah, it was disgraceful that they took him out of that game last year, the uh, last game of the season when uh, they were. I forget who they were beating. Almost got the Giants into. They were being the football team. They almost got the Giants into the playoffs. The playoffs, and they pulled everyone because yeah. they wanted to. I mean, that led to, to bring in Nate scumbag, scumbag Doug Peterson's demise. Yeah. Um, but they they have they have a when their offensive line is healthy it's very good. Uh, Jalen Hurts I think has a lot of potential. Miles Sanders has a lot of potential. Um, they just got Devontae Smith is very good. Jalen Rager I think if he stays healthy could be a deep threat for them, which is something that they need. Um, and then they have Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, who are two of the best tight yeah. ends in the I NFL. I mean, if the line stays healthy, he definitely has the weapons. So. Defensive backs is the question. Yeah. And you start getting to no look at other parts of the defense. You're like, huh. That's why I have them in last place. But, the, I mean, because the Giants have a and solid got, foundation on both sides. It's the, I mean, just the driver, you know. It's like you the the Eagles have a like a old Mustang and they're just missing a few parts before they could really be going. The giants have like a, uh, I don't want to say a Ferrari cause they're certainly not a Ferrari. No, they I don't, have I, a, <laughs> let's say a, um, a, like a Mercedes AMG. Yeah. Like not, yeah, not, except not they have like a, except they have a, a dude a, under a, the influence a, driving. It that's a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. They have like a, I'm not going to say they have not the to best say that's car. Good, yeah. They have the, a BMW or a whatever. You get it. Yeah. In, in, a, in a lower level A car and they have a, uh, you know, a kid, a kid stealing his, a 12 year old stealing his parents keys at uh, 12 a.m. Because him yeah. and his friends want to get some chicken nuggets at McDonald's <laughs> or something like and it just have it just has no idea what he's doing. Um, so that's, that's why the Giants long winded uh, explanation of that. But that's what I think the Giants uh, are going to be like this year. Yeah. And yeah. then, the, then the guy who designed the car is going to get fired because he's <laughs> so insistent. The dad in this situation, the dad was so confident in his son that he got him a very good car and handed them the keys and he just crashed it into a pulse. So uh, I think he'll be gone, David Gettleman, because, I mean, the, the Daniel Jones experiment, he hasn't he has like a couple good games. But if you put a guy who's of like a professional level. Not that necessarily he's a good professional, but that he's of professional level. He's bound to have a couple good games. Like we were talking about with Ryan Fitzpatrick, but Ryan Fitzpatrick is smart. Yeah. And well, Daniel Jones uh, is I not. mean, it's Fitzpatrick's probably similar to Daniel Jones, honestly. He does turn over the ball a lot, but but Dimes, I mean, Fitz can air it out. We've seen him throw bombs and stuff. Danny Dimes is not accurate when he has to throw the ball deep. Um, he doesn't throw the ball deep, honestly, that much. Now he has all the wide receivers, Galladay, Tony, they just drafted. So, I mean, this is a make-or-break year for Dimes. It's for the for the whole coach, coaching staff, maybe, um, but definitely Gettleman as well. I like uh, I like Joe Judge. And everyone I don't was, know if he's everyone, that good. Everyone hated Joe Judge. I think that he's a, a I think he's a rah-rah guy, but, I mean, look at the guys he's bringing around him. Jason Garrett's not going to do anything for you, so... 
I don't, I don't. I'm not too optimistic on them. Man. I feel like there's some Cowboys bias in there <laughs> as well, though. So yeah. I've watched Jason Garrett for ten years. I've seen enough. It's yeah. It's like uh, I don't know how he had his job for that. It was long. like an abusive relationship, and now you're watching him with like uh, someone else. Like, oh, here, here we go again. I mean, uh, I don't think they surpassed six wins in the last three years. So they've definitely. They've had they have a lot to prove this year, and I think that's the way management's going to look at it too. Uh, yeah, probably. But so the, I think there's like probably two contenders, and then two contenders for the bottom of the pile. Um, the next one I want to get into is the probably the mo- one of the more uh, exciting conference or uh, divisions in football is, uh, which is kind of funny because a couple of years ago you wouldn't have ever said this is the NFC South. Um, there's a couple good storylines here. The Bucks. I mean, Bucks. You want to talk about free agency? I it mean, is, they it, kept it, everyone. It man. isn't even the free agency of like the outside free agency. Yeah, I, I looked it up before we uh, started recording, just because I was like, let me see if there was anyone that they maybe brought in in addition. And all you see is Tampa Bay to Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay to Tampa Bay. They they re-signed everyone, and you know, I mean, they won the Super Bowl last year, so clearly something was going right. So yeah, um, and that's what they needed to do. They just needed to keep everyone ho- at home, keep them in Tampa, have a solid draft, which I think they did. And they did. They okay. brought in um, Kyle Trask. The Kyle Trask to watch. Uh, they got a Tom defensive Brady. end that um, with their first round pick. I I think Joe Bernard they brought in is going to be a sneaky good add because they never really had. Um, that James White kind of guy yeah, like that Tom Brady has. receiving kind yeah. of running back. So I think that was a, a pretty solid move on their part. And, I mean, they're ready to go. I think they're going to win uh, against the Cowboys to open up the season. And I th- I don't think this – I mean, division's definitely worse than it was last year. So I, I think they're going to um, smooth and sail through uh, this whole division. I agree. And then the Saints, the, the storyline there is that Drew Brees is gone. Jameis Winston all of a sudden got his eye surgery after like what like six seven years in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> finally decided. To, finally decided to get LASIK surgery after he was in the was it the forty forty club, uh, forty touchdowns, thirty thirty I think 30, 30, 30, 30. 30 touchdowns, thirty interceptions. Um, I think forty forty club is like the Jay Z clubs or something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. But uh, I think that the Saints. I, I don't think that I think that the Saints are a, still a step below. Um, I think the problem is I think the Saints are an older team that is in decline, whereas the team that's under them, the Panthers, seemed like a revitalized team last year. They were missing a few pieces, um, but they fought tough in every single game. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I think, was out for a lot of the year. Uh, so they had Mike Davis, who is now in the worst team of the division in the Falcons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but... I think that the, I don't know. I think like the I think the Panthers. I have the Panthers at three in this division. I think the Panthers could potentially jump the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Matt Rule. Matt Rule always does a great job building a team up. I didn't think they were going to be immediately awesome last year. And plus, they had uh, they didn't have Christian McCaffrey, but they still did all right. Yeah, and they hung in a lot had. of games. Um, and then they uh, they had they got in Sam Darnold, who I think gets a lot more hate than he deserves. Um, I think that he just didn't have a solid uh, foundation on the Jets. I think that Matt Rule has always been pretty good. They have, um, they need, they have uh, what you call it, the uh, offensive coordinator from the uh, from LSU, correct? Brady? Yeah, Joe Brady. Joe yeah, Brady, yeah. I think, is a, is a great. Uh, obviously, you saw what he did at LSU with um, Joe Burrow. So I think that that's going to be good. And they also have a lot of good receivers. Um, so I think I think that's a that's a team to watch. I don't yeah. think they're necessarily going to compete with the Bucks, but I think they could compete with the Saints maybe for a wild card spot. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, I, I think the Saints are going to be trending down this year. I actually bet they're under uh, win total, which is nine. That was one of my um, few future plays I have for this year. Uh, I just don't think they're going to be that good with Winston. I, I, even though Breeze had his issues, he's still a smart quarterback and knows what to do and knows how to win. Um, and with Sean Payton by his side, I mean, they did a great job. And I think Payton's a great coach, but I just don't think Winston's the guy. I think he turns it over too much. And another issue, not Winston's fault, Michael Thomas is out again. And, he, and he's imploding. It sounds like he's going to miss a significant amount of time. And I think their leading receiver then is Marquez Calloway. So uh, I just, like, I have trouble believing that this team's going to be uh, super successful. They also pulled a quick 
stunt on Latavius Murray trying to lower his contract and make him take a pay cut literally a few days ago. And he said no, so they cut him. So I think if anything happens to Kamara, they instantly lose depth there. Um, I just think they're going to have more issues than um, they they realize. They also have to deal with the Hurricane Ida aftermath. So they don't even have a week one game at home. So I'm looking at them being around seven wins, and maybe maybe they'll surprise us, get into that playoff spot. I think nine wins will get you there, but I'm a little pessimistic on what they could do. And I, I agree with you. I am optimistic on the Panthers. I mean, they certainly have the schedule. I think their first six weeks will tell you how this team's going to play out. If they go five and two, or, or five and one, or four and two, I think they have a real good shot. I'm making a run at the playoffs because the, the schedule gets much harder the second half, especially for the passing team or passing offense. Um, the biggest question is, does Sam Darnold suck? If you know the answer to that question, and I'm sure Jets fans say yes, then this team's not going to be very good, or at least they're going to be capped at how good they can be. Um, the good thing for the Panthers is they can use this year to find out. They're not tied to him contractually or anything. Unfortunately, they traded some picks, but they can always come back next year and figure things out and let him go. They they don't have a huge extension on him. But like you said, Matt Rule, he's been rebuilding teams his whole life, um, so I don't see anything different from the Panthers. Uh, do I think they're going to make the playoffs? No. Do I think they'll take a step up this year? I do. Oh. And then you have the Falcons, which are a dumpster fire. <laughs> I mean, they we'll, are. We'll, we'll touch on it a little bit. Uh, I'm not looking at their. I, mean, I don't want to spend too much time on them. Yeah. Uh, I just think that, you know, you have Matt Ryan. You have they brought in Mike Davis, who I don't know how he's going to be this year. Um, they brought in Corderell Patterson this year. Um, and then you have you lost Julio Jones. So that was a big hit to them. Um, so then. Calvin Ridley is going to be the guy, but once again, I'm and not... they got Pitts too, so oh, that's definitely a big Pitts, ad. That's yeah. right. He's on my fantasy team, so he better be doing pretty well <laughs> this year. But um, I, mean, I don't want to spend too much time talking about them. I, I just think that, I mean, uh, aside from their own personal issues within the organization, uh, you have to look up in their division too, and they, I think that all three teams are better than them. So. Uh, you know, they'll be good for one big upset this year where they'll blow the doors off of like the Chiefs or something that like you're like, where the hell has this team been the whole yeah. time? And then they'll turn around and lose <clears> one <throat> of the worst teams in the NFL the next week. So I don't want to spend too much time. Waste your your drive to wherever you're going right now. <laughs> talking about the, the fucking Atlantic Falcons. I, I think they're going to be a little better than you think just because they have some nice pieces. They're in a weird spot, though, where like Matt Ryan's old, Pitts is young, Rid- Ridley's young. And they brought uh, in so I Felipe think, Franks, too. So like it yeah. isn't like they have the all the confidence in the world I in think, Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan's on his way out maybe one or two years. They brought in Arthur Smith, which I thought was a great ad from uh, Tennessee who's, who revitalized um Tannehill's career so I think they're on the right path I don't think this is the year they make any noise but I could certainly see him get six or seven wins yeah um Mm. here's another uh I think this is probably the best division in the NFL this year um just looking at it I think that this is going to offer us the best games this year you see a lot of yeah. Sunday night football with these interdivisional games uh, a lot of game of the week and etc is the NFC West um I think just off the bat, I'm going to say I think the Rams are going to win. Uh, they just have invested so much into this team to win right now. They went out and they traded for Matt Stafford. Um, you know, they have, I will, once again, just to put it into perspective, I went to look at their free agency. There was four different transactions, and I think they all were re-signing very little, like very low people on their roster. Um they're all in. So I think that, and they do have probably the top, probably one or two corner in the NFL. They have the best defensive player period in the NFL with Aaron Donald. Um, and then I think Matt Stafford is probably perfect for Sean McVay's offense. There isn't a whole lot of running around or thinking you have to do. There's a couple options that you have to go to uh, every week. The one question is running. But I think they have a pretty solid offensive line. So whatever. Uh, you have Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, um, Higby, and uh, Everett are mm-hmm. decent. So I think that or they- Everett's gone though. But <laughs> I got you with one. But Higby's definitely good, and that's probably why they let Everett go because uh, Higby had a solid year. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I agree with you somewhat. I personally think San Fran's going to take this division, but 
Matt Stafford does fit this team perfect. I mean, Jared Goff is he's not good, and that's why he's in the Lions. So um, Matt Stafford, I think, can open up this playbook for Sean McVay and really get things going. I mean, Sean McVay looked Jar- made Jared Goff look good and got him to a Super Bowl, um, and now you have a legitimate quarterback who's been at the top of his game for almost a decade, plays through injuries, does it all, and you're giving him weapons all over the place and a great offensive scheme, I think they're going to make a huge step up on offense. The only thing that scares me about the Rams is you talk about all these good players um, and how they're not signing free agents because they're kind of capped out. They don't really have a lot of depth. So if they have a a couple injuries, man, or injuries start adding up, this team's in a lot of trouble. Uh, And it's an 18, I I mean, 17-game season this year. So um, they already have acres go down, which, which sucks, but... I think they're going to be a playoff team. I just think San Fran's primed for for a big run this year. I have San Fran as my number two team in the conference. Um, you know, they had they re-signed Trent Williams. Um, they got uh, Trey Lance. I mean, I know that's obviously something that is not at the forefront of everyone's minds um, off the bat. And but the one thing that I am very I was very excited about I was talking to Matt before we started. Um, was the uh, center for from the Falcons yeah. Mac that the mm-hmm. 49ers got? Uh, that's a highly underrated position just for a casual football fan. The center has a lot of responsibility, especially in a division where you have some of the best defensive linemen on it. You need to have quick feet. You need to be able to get the ball to the quarterback accurately, time and time again. Uh, he's one of the best centers in the NFL. So I think him, Trent Williams, were two awesome signings for them. They have all of the talent in the world receiving. They have one of the best offensive minds in the NFL, um, Kyle Shanahan. They have uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who went to a Super Bowl a couple years ago. People forget. People forget. <laughs> the injuries are what kills him, though. Um, so yeah, we'll have I think, to see how that goes with that. But I, I think, yeah, the injuries are definitely what kills him. It's what killed them last year. And I think them drafting Trey Lance was a huge – um, boost because now if Jimmy G goes down, at least they have a legitimate backup. I mean, maybe he's not ready right away, so don't get hurt in week two or something. But I, I think as the season goes on, I mean, he might even be the better guy to play later on. But if Jimmy G doesn't stay healthy in like week 12 or 13, they still have some confidence in a, in a young guy to come in there and make some plays. So I think that is a big deal. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan runs great schematic offenses doesn't matter what running back you throw in there those guys are running for like 150 yards a game um their defense is back and healthy Bosa's back so I think this team's ready to win now I think I think they are I think they can get to the Super Bowl again um and ultimately take this division as well uh, and the thing that was uh freaking me out for the the 49ers which is why I initially um, and also, uh, which we'll call it, Josh Norman was another good pickup just to have another yeah. good DB. Um, I was worried about their their defensive coordinator. They had Robert Sala go over to the Jets. Yeah. Uh, RIP to him having yeah, to I deal mean, with that dumpster fire there. Uh, <laughs> but they brought their uh, their new defensive coordinator was the is uh, D'Amico Ryan's who was um, they just promoted has basically. been there since 2017. So he's yeah. been working under them this whole time. So he knows the system better than anyone else. You could have brought from the outside and it won't disrupt much. Yeah. To the groove. He knows how the practice goes. He knows everybody in the team. So I think this is a, a I, that's put my mind at ease with that. So it's just a matter of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo staying healthy, um, you know, making the right decisions, which I mean, I, I've never really had a big problem with Jimmy Garoppolo. It's just a matter of, as I always talk about the evolving NFL, maybe Trey Lance next year could be the guy maybe the end of this year he could be the guy yeah i picked him up on fantasy off of the fact of jimmy g is usually good for one injury during oh, the year no doubt so, <laughs> so i have him there and i have to say i must admit that i think that when i think uh kyle shanahan's gonna get a little giddy during that situation because i think he has some stuff for trey lance that he's gonna whip out you have so many speedy players on their offense they have uh they, I feel like they could run a Ravens t- style offense if they, uh, if the opportunity arises with Trey Lance. They have so much depth in the running back. They have really fast wide receivers, um, an experienced offensive line that you could probably throw any kind of blocking scheme at them that they could probably run. Um, so I think that'll be a fun team to watch. I think either way, no matter what kind of style they're going to run, 
Uh, it's going to be awesome. I have the Seahawks a third. Um, their defense does not convince me at all. I, I don't know why. I just in the back of my head always I'm like, oh, yeah, the Seahawks defense is decent. They just spent all this money on Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams is basically a linebacker. He's basically an outside linebacker. Um, he has like some of the one of the most sacks out of any safety in the league. But he gets toasted. He gets roasted. He can't cover. Yeah. He's like popcorn, just always getting thrown in, spun around, and popped all the, all over the place. And that makes no sense. But just roll with me here. Um, Russell Wilson, another quarterback that was disgruntled going into the offseason. Um, he has his his classic cast of characters. They got Everett. I just I, I looked there at him. There you go. That's, there that's you go. <laughs> he, he packed his bags and uh, took the whatever highway north up into uh, Washington State. Some cash. Um, but th- other than that, I don't think the, I think the Seahawks are another team that are kind of like the uh, Saints. They have the same core, but they keep getting older and older and older. And there hasn't, yeah. besides you know, like a DK Metcalf. There hasn't been a whole lot of talent that has been injected into there that's young. That's like, okay, this team could make another run at it. So that I, I have them at third in the division. Yeah, I mean, I, I I have them tied with Arizona, so same as you, basically. I, I'm a little probably more pessimistic than most people with this team. I just think Russ can only bail you out of so much, and I think it's going to be a lot less this year than in years past. I mean, they've made it to the playoffs for the last, what, like, five years every year like russ has been a quarterback they made the playoffs i just think this might be the year they don't and um it might i mean it, it might, might end it. it might be it for Pete carroll i mean russ is gonna stay put i don't think they're gonna let him go but Pete carroll's days uh might be numbered if they if they falter this year um i i just think it's a tough schedule for them uh russ is gonna have a tough time against a couple of these past defenses they're going against and i think like you mentioned their defense isn't as strong either so i don't think russ is going to be able to bail him out as much as as in uh years past he has i agree um then in the last place in the division i have the cardinals uh they said bye-bye to patrick peterson yeah um I don't know. Like they brought Which is in, fine. I think he's older now, so I I think they made I think they made a people pleasing uh type of type of signings this off season. Definitely headline grabs. Headline grabs, but smart grabs, uh I'm not quite sure. Can't really give you actually no, I do know the answer. I would say no. You brought in AJ Green, AJ Green gets hurt just about every single season. Yeah, JJ um, Watt, same. He he's in the, he's in the wrong kind of offense. AJ Green's older, a bit slower. I don't know. The Cardinals' offense is so spread out; it's almost yeah. run like a like how Texas Tech was run mm-hmm. um, with when Cliff Kingsbury was there, where you just spread it out wide and bomb, 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 bomb. DeAndre Hopkins was another one. Where, I mean, obviously, you could put him on any team and he'll be amazing. Yeah, he's a beast. Um, but he's young. He has the fresh legs and everything. And AJ Green, he might benefit from that to make some big catches, almost. But he's like a almost like a Larry Fitzgerald, not as slow as Larry Fitzgerald. But he's just gonna kind of like slide. Like you know, he's gonna have a couple games where he's solid, um, but nothing that's really gonna blow the headlines. Um, Everyone, I know everyone was excited about it, but once again, I think a people pleasing uh, signing. James Conner, I have zero confidence in. Yeah, you want to talk but about he's a their, guy he's that has, though. has rode <laughs> the coattails of, once again, a little uh, offensive line insurance fraud. There, you you have a great offensive line, and everyone thinks you're the best running back. Kind of like not Ezekiel Elliott's a game changer anyway, but the same thing. Look at his production once that offensive line got broken up. Uh, and he just kind of started like I don't know. He just has been very underwhelming um, ever since the whole uh, Steelers. I don't know whatever it was. I'm not impressed. But once again, oh James Conner, he was good a couple years ago. Meh. And then JJ Watt, another one. Oh great, JJ Watt. I mean he's good when he's healthy. The problem is he's never healthy. So yeah, I don't know what, how I feel about that team. I think they're going to be fourth. I think they're going to be a good team. And in any other conference, maybe they would be up there. But unfortunately, they're in the like probably the best division in football. Yeah, it's definitely a tough division to play in. And and JJ Watt's a nice ad, but for the money that they're giving him is just way, way, way too much. So we'll see. Hopefully, he stays healthy this year because he's great to watch. But obviously, it's also upset Chandler Jones, who's their best defensive end. They'll get him back this year. So I, I like them in that respect. 
I think another low-key ad that's probably their best ad of the offseason was getting Rodney Hudson from the Raiders, another center. You talked about that being a big-time position. They were able to trade for him. I don't even think they gave much up for him because the Raiders were just giving everyone away for nothing. I don't know what Gruden was doing over there. But I thought that was a nice ad. The thing is, I I do believe in Kyle Murray. I do think this offense is going to have a great year. I think the defense will be so-so. But I don't really trust Cliff Kingsbury to lead this team anywhere. So I think that's going to ultimately hold them back. Right. And then, uh, so now we're going to flip over to the fun, uh, fun conference, the AFC, who I think is going to be a little bit better this year than the NFC. Um, we started off with the stacked AFC North. I mean, I, I think this, I think after, I mean, if you're, we record, we're recording this on Thursday. I think after today, it's going to be a pretty clear cut run for the Browns to win the division. Ravens lost their first three running backs <laughs> or four, I think. Yeah, right? They tough. lost. They lost J.K. Dobbins. They lost uh, Justice Hill. They lost yeah. Gus Edwards, um, and then they just lost Marcus Peters. Their Bateman, who they who they drafted, was is hurt until week four, I think. So I mean, the Ravens are going like obviously have a lot of playmakers, but when you have that many people hurt. I don't, especially in their division, they have a very tough division. Um, so I'm going to give it to the Browns. Ravens, I think, are going to be probably second or third. Steelers, everyone likes to hype up the Steelers. Oh, the Steelers are the best. They have done nothing for me over the past couple of years. Just a, you know, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know how to explain it. Um, I'm trying to think of how a, a great way to describe the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Maybe like a like a diner hamburger, like just like a fraud team, man. Yeah, like just like a like a diner hamburger. You see, you look at it like on like the menu. Oh wow, this is gonna be awesome! And then like you get it, and it's just kind of flat and like whatever. You eat like it's like okay, it's like good, but you thought it would have been better. And then you go to the next place. Oh wow, and it's just underwhelming. And then the Bengals suck. I don't think they should even put Joe Burrow out there until they do something with their offensive line. I think it was moronic, like like borderline asking the GM if he's ever watched football before. Perhaps he's someone from uh, you know from Europe that stumbled into the position. Oh, football, perfect. I know football. And then you go in and all of a sudden you find out that it's American football. And instead of taking uh, who's it Penny Sewell, you go out and you get yeah. uh, Jamar Chase, who I mean I'm sure this was misquoted. Said he the football looks weird. Whatever well, he yeah. can't see the he doesn't football. have the stripes on it like they do in college. Yeah, because of the stripes. So when you're hearing that from your not pick when there was a, a generational talent at lineman, I mean the. The freaking GM! What's wrong with you? It's definitely not inspiring. After, after, their, <laughs> after their their freaking future quarterback, like, like oh my god, like the one of the most hyped talents coming into the NFL ever, got his ACL torn because your O line sucks. So then you have a guy who's a potential Hall of Famer, uh, tight end or a tackle from just his talent, and you go and you draft a wide receiver. How's he gonna get the ball? He can't even see the ball now. He comes out and says, too. What a nightmare. Nightmare (laughs) land in Cincinnati. As if it wasn't bad enough that you're living in Cincinnati, Ohio. Your football team sucks. Don't even, I'm not going to even make you waste any time on it. We're going to go over to the the, the AFC East. (laughs) Don't even bother with the Bengals, please. Um, So for me personally, I think that this is between the Patriots and Bills. I'm going to give the Bills the benefit of the doubt, but Patriots just signed the whole free agency market. Yeah, Bill Bill was shelling out the cash this year, man. I've never seen anything like it from him. I don't think it's ever been done, but then you go out and you uh, you draft Mac Jones, and I think in a great spot when they got him. I think so, yeah. Uh, they got all of their defensive players back this year. Um, they Then on offense, they got Nelson Aguilar, who had a great year last year, Hunter Henry, who's a great tight end if he's healthy. Um I feel like there's a couple other people that are escaping me right now. Johnny Smith Johnny was the Smith, other tight end that they added. And um, they got a lot of guys back. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people opted out with COVID. I think. Yeah, that's probably the biggest story of the whole thing yeah. is that they're They defensive. got Judon, but I'm pretty sure he's out for the year, so that sucks. 
If um, he stayed in Baltimore, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, Calvin. Well, maybe it would have. Maybe it would have. Kyle Vannoy, they got. They got Trent Brown from, I think, the Raiders, who were just giving, again, just giving linemen away for some reason. <laughs> Tough scene for uh, Derek Carr. Um, but yeah, they made a, they made a lot of moves. He was very active in free agency, probably overpaying people, especially like Aguilar. I thought was a lot of money, but um, I mean, he's ready to go. And and Cam wasn't the answer. They went out and got Mac Jones, and I thought that was a nice move. I think it'll run their offense much more smoothly. Yeah, and then you have the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are going to be a little bit more overhyped than they will than they should be. Um, should be a solid team. I think they're probably the third best, the solid third best team in the division. I don't think they have a prayer uh, being better than the Bills or the Patriots. Patriots are just so much more well-coached. Bills just have a lot more talent, and their coach is awesome as well. Their mm-hmm. defense is awesome. Both teams, when you have to play them both twice a season, it's going to be a tough sell to tell me that the Dolphins are going to be uh, better than both those teams. Granted, I like Brian Flores. I think they're maybe like a season or two out from really being uh, a serious team, though. I think, I mean, personally, I think this is a big year for the Dolphins. I, even though the Patriots, I like the moves they made. I like that they start in Mac Jones instead of Cam Newton. Uh, I actually think the Dolphins will end up with a better record. I think they could be a playoff team this year. I think it's a big year for Tua. I, I think he'll step up and make a lot of plays and, and look a lot better. He certainly has the receivers now. If he didn't have them last year, he's got Waddle. They're bringing in Will Fuller, who comes in week two. So he doesn't have the excuses to not be good right now. He has a full off season. And um, like you mentioned, I think Flores is a good coach. I know he's on the defensive side, but I think he'll have those guys straighten out. They have um, they were able to sign Howard, which is big. Uh, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be fighting for that division title. I think the Bills ultimately get it done, but I think they're gonna be neck and neck with them. Jets, I mean, rebuilding year. I rebuilding think they made nice year. moves though. Uh, Zach Wilson, I'm excited to see. Excited to see Robert Sala as his first. I think he'll be good. Here's a coach. I think not much to talk about with them. They're gonna, they're firmly fourth in the division. It's a rebuilding year. I think they know that though. I oh, yeah. think they just need Zach Wilson to look okay and uh, be, Robert. To I think look they'll good. be more entertaining to watch this year than they have been. Yeah, well, with Adam Gase, I mean, Adam Gase is just like you know <laughs> a black hole. Of yeah, like sucking just, talent, from just everyone. pulling the batteries out of the the car there i don't know why i keep doing car references but, <laughs> but that that's what it is all right the the another afc south um i mean i don't know what to really talk about here i mean the titans are probably the team that's going to end up winning not because i think there's far and wide better than uh the colts the Colts just are dealing with a lot of injuries and you're gonna have to bring in like sam ellinger as the quarterback. Well, Wentz is starting, so he's actually playing. Oh, he's back. Yeah, I, they made it sound like he's going to be out for yeah, two they, months. Yeah, they made it sound like he was out for like eight like weeks or something. And he was questionable to be done for the year, but he's back. Nelson is not, doesn't sound like he's going to play this week. I mean, the Colts lose week one every year for whatever reason, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, but, yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think the Titans – I don't like the Titans, to be honest. I still think their defense is suspect – um, they brought in Farley from Virginia Tech, so maybe he'll step up and make plays. But I I don't know about their defense. Um, and Bud Dupree from Pittsburgh is not going to solve all of their pass rushing issues. Um, but I just, yeah, the Colts have some issues, man. Wentz is banged up. Uh, is Wentz even that good? I don't know. But he certainly has the O-line, but now Nelson's hurt. He's not playing. Um, and uh, whatchamacallit, just, I think, is done for the year. Hillen. T.Y. Hill no, and I, someone, think so. I think Paris Campbell's done for the year now, too. Is he? I just saw someone else, one of their other uh, wide receivers, is done for the year. I believe it was Paris Campbell. Yeah, it could be. Or, yeah, I mean, he, he was supposed to be good. He did. He played well last year. They still have Pittman, so, um, I mean, yeah, it's just tough, and I don't think oh, Jackson... He had an Achilles injury, not... So he's I not... He t- I, I, but he's, first he's probably read, on the IR, he, right? I don't know if he's on the IR. Um, I saw Achilles injury, and I think and I jumped the triggered. gun. I think I, I, I always Achilles done for the year. That's but I think it's them too. Reaction. And I, I don't know if the I don't think the Colts are better than um, the Titans right now. And then you have. The, I think that division yeah. might be going back to be not being very good anymore. And then the then the Jaguars are. I mean, it's just another know. like a, we'll see. Yeah, it's like kind of everyone playing to see if they'll be there next year. I think that was another dumb move by going to get Etienne instead of alignment or something because yeah, they're. Their line is bad. They Where's got Lawrence. Etienne now? Yeah, I mean, and they have J- they have running backs, so they didn't need that. wasn't a need at What's all. What's his name? So Robinson. Robinson's he was he was a, he was a great, great running back last great. year. Uh, I mean, he played well, so I don't really understand that. 
Um, and then obviously Texans are <laughs> Texans a dumpster are fire. Just, I mean, they're like maybe one of the worst. I don't even worst, know what they're doing. They might be one of the worst just teams in American sports. I yeah, just want to go. On, I just want to go on the record and say that the they might be one of the worst organizations. I don't even know. Like, what is? Wasn't their coach from the Ravens? One of the yeah. Like, like what is? Like, what did he even he was do? Like the special teams for or like something. thirty years. Like, yeah, <laughs> like he's like, like. Where do they even it's find like a, these It's people? like they're like laundering money through the the tech the Houston Texans. Yeah, and, and like it's just a front. Like it's just never good. Their Matt Schaub was the last good oh, quarterback they know, had. That's crazy. To th- well, well Watson, Deshaun Watson, Watson, but like he has his issues. Asterix right now. next to his name. And either yeah. even if he didn't have his issues, he still wants out. I think their GM or president's like just praying to God to to solve. Like they're literally just saying like God will take care of it for some of his decisions and stuff. <laughs> um, so I I don't know what's going on with that franchise. I think you're gonna have a gap couple of years where they're just not very good. Yeah. Um, for a while, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd say let's, let's check. Let's re uh, readdress. Bill O'Brien didn't help us. Let, let's readdress <laughs> the Texans in 2030. Um, <laughs> then the AFC West, which is probably a top, I mean top five conference or a division. Yeah, Chiefs. I mean, come on, uh, are going to win. I don't, I don't even need to go into them because they're just a good team. Uh, I believe they went and made a couple offensive line moves uh, during the off season. Um, then they're just stacked offensively, defensively, awesome. Um, yeah, the, I, they revamped like their whole line. Yeah, so they gave like the whole it's team a, a good facelift, thing. as if they needed a facelift. They did. <laughs> well, the offensive After line, what, but I'm because their like, offensive line was aging fast, which I think is the right thing to do. I think a lot of people. I mean, we've talked about a couple teams that are aging. Um, and they keep their core. I think they made the right move by kind of filtering these guys out, getting some new guys in. Um, but I think that's going to be an issue for them and Patrick Mahomes. I think they're still going to be good. I think they should win the division, but I think they're not going to be as clear cut number one as everyone's going to everyone thought going into the season. Yes, um, and then I think the I think the Chargers are going to be a, a better team this year. Um, they have Staley, right? From yeah, from the Rams. the Rams. Yeah. So I think they're gonna be a better team this year. A lot of the stuff that they, a lot of the games they were losing last year, they should have won. Yeah, a well, lot of Anthony Lynn's your head two coach. Years ago, and, we had this conversation yeah. in this exact show, and they didn't fire Anthony ago. Lynn. So what? <laughs> we had this exact conversation. I remember sitting in my chair saying the same thing going into that season. You know what? The Chargers were dealt a shit hand. They had a lot of games they almost won. They should have won. Why am I saying a year later? I'm saying the exact same fucking thing. Um, I think Justin Herbert was a breath of fresh air. I think that he really uh, got people excited again in Los Angeles for the Chargers, even though there's probably more people around the country that aren't in Los Angeles that are Chargers fans. Um, I think that they're a good team and just couldn't finish games. Yeah, uh, they were in the playoffs a few years before and they looked like a solid team. This got shell- or, uh, dealt bad hands. Um, and then they're going to be competing with the Raiders, who suck. Uh, I don't know what is going nah, on there. Yeah. It's weird moves that I don't get at all. Um, they have Mike Mayock, who was supposed to be this draft guru, sucks. At I don't the draft. even know if he <laughs> sucks. At the I don't draft. even. I feel like he's just throwing out hot takes and taking guys early that no one like would anticipate. Like, and you know what the thing is? They're not really panning out either. So like, He doesn't have Mel Kuyper to help him with his I notes. I don't know what's going on there. I think it's a front for John Gruden too. I think Mayock's going to get canned after this year. They have The thing is, they have John a really easy... He's $100 million. It was, Who? Uh, John Gruden. What about him? He didn't answer the, he's all the money. He just something like Oh, yeah. He's, like not, getting, he's not getting fired. He doesn't he's he's going to fire Mayock, dude. <laughs> he's he going to go into the And he's GM's running, the, he's and running the team, and he's making the final say on a lot of these moves. There's no doubt in my mind. I don't know what they're doing. I think I think they're kind of stripping down and looking to rebuild again, but they have Derek Carr, so they're in a weird spot where he's good enough to, to do Win something with. I mean, won 12 games a few years ago. <laughs> He did. He did. People forget. <laughs> and then he got he won hurt. Twelve games. Um, but I, I, yeah, they're in a weird spot. They have an easy schedule. I don't think they're going to be good though. Their defense is terrible. They tried to trade back for Khalil Mack, which was banana land. Uh, I don't know why they did that? Yeah, but. and I, I think the Chargers are going to be really good though. I, th- just getting rid of Anthony Lynn's a plus for that team. <laughs> they got another Anthony center. Lynn. Your centers, man. They got Corey Lindsley from the Packers, who was one of the top graded centers in all of the NFL last year. 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers was actually upset about that move that they let him walk. So I think that's a nice move for the Chargers. I think a lot of people could be saying sophomore slump, but I think Herbert's ready to make a next his next jump with without being handcuffed by Anthony right. Lynn. And I think Staley was a nice move to that defense was good, but definitely could have been better. And I think Staley's going to really optimize them, and they get guys like Derwin James back and stuff too. For the first couple of weeks until he yeah. eventually gets hurt. Well, he usually doesn't even play, so. He's, he's made it further <laughs> to get onto the, the field than he ever has before. Yeah, now. but I am I think the Chargers make the playoffs this year. Me for too. For once. And then, yeah, as we mentioned, the Raiders, a front of whatever kind yeah. of smoke and mirrors is really taking in that Vegas uh, showmanship there. Don't forget about uh, Denver, too, man. I think they're going to be all right. I think they can make the playoffs as well. They, they um, Another team that is just, like, been on the wrong side of yeah. like certain little plays during the game that resulted in them losing. Um, I think it's just. I think it was weird that they got they benched Drew Locke. I don't think Drew Locke was really the issue. I think a lot of their wide receivers were dropping balls that they should have caught, and um, just I don't know if it was game management or whatever it was, but there was just another like if they had like a couple games swing their way, they could have been a great team last year. So yeah, I think no. they could be they could sneak into maybe like a third spot in the division. Oh yeah, and I think so. they can get that last wild card spot. Um, I think. The reason why they went against Drew Locke is Vic Fangio's their head coach. I mean, he's looking at this from a defensive perspective. He's going to have his defense ready to play every single Sunday. He gets Von Miller back and everything. So he wants the guy who's not going to lose them the game. And Teddy's that guy. He's not going to make crazy plays, um, but he's also not going to turn it over a lot. So I think he went with that very kind of conservative-style offense I mean, the, talk about another bad OC. They have Pat Shermer, so oh, I don't expect anything God. special out of that. But oh. I think it's a team that can get that last Is he <laughs> that an offensive spot. coordinator? Yeah. Isn't a defensive coordinator? No. Really? <laughs> it's bad. But, yeah. Yeah, so they got him. I mean, they have a easier schedule to start the season. They got Giants, Jags, Jets. So uh, if they can win two out of three of those games, they're off to a nice start. Vic Mangio should have been Fired. Vic Fangio is good. Hiring for looking at Pat Schumer and going, you know what? The offense he was running in New York was great. Let me yeah. go and get him. Pat Schumer should be managing the garden section of Lowe's or something. No, I don't so know what the hell. Vic Fangio is definitely good. His selection of OCs definitely in is question. Not. And may maybe he's not the best head coach. Maybe he's just a great D coordinator. But that defense going to be there. They brought in <laughs> they brought in Ronald Darby, who's so so. But Kyle Fuller was a great ad. Then they drafted Patrick Sertain from Bama in the first round. So defense is ready to go, man. Yep. All right. So to end it, I wanted to do maybe a couple quick uh, futures. The first one that I wanted to do um, was a, a way too early uh, Super Bowl pick. If there was a team that you we've just rattled through, who would be a team that I think that the I think the Buccaneers could be a team that repeats. And it's been forever since the team has repeated, and maybe even Tom Brady, uh, Bon Voyage, if they do. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely at the top of my list. I, I personally, I think San Fran could get by them. I think they could, obviously, things have to work out in the health department for both teams, but I think San Fran could win the Super Bowl this year. Um, if the football team starts off well, they have a really easy back half of the schedule. That could be a team to look out for. It's now always, I've never yeah. seen Fitz. I've seen Fitz Magic, but not Fitz Magic in the playoffs. So that's like a. If it happens, who knows? It's not even. I magic think that's a wild card team that could really make a run, especially with that defense. Ron Rivera is a solid coach. He's been through this before. I think that's an interesting team to look out for from the NFC side. Uh, I don't think the Pack get it done this year. No. I, I don't think the Cowboys defense is no. good enough to get anything done. The Cowboys would be lucky to make um, it to third place in that division. Who else we got? I think the Rams are good. I just, like I said, their lack of depth scares me, so I don't think they're ready yeah, to make that run. Yeah, I agree. Run. And then, then the, it's going to be the Chiefs versus whoever of those people that we so, listed. So. I don't know, man. I mean, I think the Chiefs are going to be great. I think they'll get the one or two seed again. Don't say the Browns. I think the Browns are going to be really good. Uh, personally, I think the Bills, though, can make the jump, and I think they can get to the Super Bowl. I think – so, I mean, I, I think the the Bills can get the one seed, and I think the Browns can beat the Chiefs. They could beat them week one. I think they could beat them in the playoffs. I think that defense gets better. They get a couple guys back. Uh, they get a full off season. Uh, I think the Browns made some nice moves, so they're definitely a team to watch out for. Okay. 
the Ravens, I mean, they could have been ready to make a jump, but I think the injuries really are going to kill them, man. They're going to be having their... And I think their defense is a little more suspect than we think. They're going to have their water boy be the running back for them at this point. Yeah. I mean, does it matter, though? The, they, they, is, do, they do pretty well. practice they, for the Ravens should be fired. I yeah, just want to be on the record, whoever's... Because they've had, like, five starters gone in a yeah. matter of weeks, and they haven't even... They weren't even in preseason games. They were just getting hurt, jogging off the field or whatever the hell it is. Um, all right, so the next one I was going to throw out... Uh, who do you think would be the rookie of the year? Rookie of the year. So my, I mean, so, it's like always a quarterback. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, <laughs> unfortunately, if, I was gonna say if uh, if Justin Fields, I think, gets in within the first three weeks, I think that could be his. Has him written all over it. Yeah. Um. I mean, Herbert kind of came out of. I mean, he wasn't supposed to be the the original starter, and obviously, we know what happened. Yeah then so he kind of stole it and even him like joe burrow was having a great year but he, tore his he obviously got hurt so anything's possible there's a lot of rookie running backs out there i see kyle pitts too if he kyle has pitts if he, is out if there the, if the, you know if the Falcons, maybe jamar chase will catch him catch some balls <laughs> I mean, if, he, if he gets wedged into his face mask if, um all right so then what about the big boy mvp not the rookie of the year what about the i'm gonna say I want to just what the real MVP. Yeah, I want to do a little last dance. Aaron Rodgers has a great year. They fall flat on their face in the divisional round, and he says, "As we're accustomed to." He says, "Sayonara," leaves. Um, it's totally possible, man. I mean, I think. What about Matt Stafford? He could maybe Matt Stafford. Uh, I think Brady can be a guy who's no one really thinking of because he's older but like he's got a full year of practice now with that team and everyone should be healthy going into the season so i think he's a guy to watch out for as well um obviously josh allen he's gonna i mean he could do it all lamar could be on the watch list now if he carries that team if the ravens win the division this year i think you just i don't even think you put it up to a vote I think you Um, just give him the mvp award i mean dak if he didn't get hurt he was putting up crazy stats um, the same might be for this year as well. And I think if uh, the Cardinals actually make the playoffs and they make a run, I think Kyle Murray's going to win the MVP for sure. But I just don't think they can do it. Neither do I. Um, all right, then I'll, I'll do one last one, but just because this one's a little um, – I don't know. Because I feel like when usually like the offensive player, offensive player of the year is usually kind of ties in with the MVP. Uh, defensive player of the year. Um, I mean, they always just give it to Aaron Donald. <laughs> to Aaron Donald. It's, it's, but it's hard because, like, if he, he's so if, good, if he wasn't always like quadruple teamed, he probably would put up like Hall of Fame numbers. But it's just because he has like seven people on. Yeah, him. and he's also a D ta- like he's not a traditional pass rusher. He's a D tackle. He's not. As you say, he's not Michael Strahan. You know, yeah. it's like pretty crazy the stats he puts up. Um, as you say, Miles Garrett is my like dark horse for that award because it's yeah. either him or Aaron Donald or like someone that has, or maybe even like, I mean, Nick Bosa could have was Chase Young will be there. Yeah. Yeah. Both the Bosa brothers. But Nick Bosa was potentially a defensive player of the year a couple years ago and lost out to uh, which we'll call it Stefan Gilmore, which I think was a criminal. No, that was TJ Watt. Oh, whatever it was. I think it was a criminal offense that he didn't get it. Um, any any other last minute uh, plugs you want to throw I in? I think one more guy that could potentially uh, Demarcus Lawrence from the Cowboys, if their defense actually performs better, he now has someone on the other side in Micah Parsons to actually pass rush. So maybe he's due for a big year, um, and then vice versa. Micah Parsons could win Rookie of the Year if he stays healthy and they double team uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Um, yeah, I mean I like San Fran. Obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you know that. Um, I did. I bet the New Orleans Saints under nine, and I bet the Lions under five. That number is now four and a half. So if you can find some fives out there, go and get it. I don't think the Lions are going to be very good. <laughs> okay. And then I saw one other crazy one. Uh, I forget who the football team is playing, but they were they were only plus what, one. Week one. Yeah, the Chargers. That's a great They're, game. I man. think I think that the Chargers minus one. Um, my gift to all of you. I mean, that's a, <laughs> It's going to be a great game. Um, but all right, well, we'll end it there. I think we've eaten up like almost two hours of your two hours of your nights or <laughs> days or wherever you're listening to this. Um, thank you, Matt, for coming on. A pleasure. Thanks for having We're me. We're about to watch the game, so thank you all for listening. Have a good one.